Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals. I tank your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast today. It's Friday, November 1st, and this is episode 192 of The Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete. Here with me by my side, the wonderful, the lovely. Hey guys, Avi Ale here. How you doing? I am doing pretty damn good, Avi. Thank you for being here. I hope everyone had an amazing Halloween, a happy sober October if you were doing that. I definitely was not. We're out of the spooky season now and into the thankful season, Avi. Do you know what I'm thankful for? Me. I'm thankful <laughs> for the, all the people that subscribed last week. That would be Sieta <laughs> Seater Eagles Claw and Jace Leoch, both first time subs. <laughs> Scott Matrix and Kaiser Crates, both four months. That's amazing. <laughs> Bread Hater, seven months. Michael 9560, eight months. And the real hot chili pepper, 27 months. Thank you all for subscribing last week. Sayatar. Sater. No, they, they types. Oh. <laughs> Sayatar. Okay. Now I'll know. Sater. And of course, a big thanks to everyone joining us here live at twitch.tv slash tank or listening via the podcast or watching it later on YouTube. There are so many ways to get your shit fixed now. We are in the thick of patch 5.1, Avi, so that's going to be the majority of our discussion tonight. The thick of it? If we hit on something you want to talk about, feel free to join the On Deck channel of our Discord and let us know what you think. He's not talking to me, he's talking to you guys. And speaking of calling in, it is the first episode of the month, which we, which means we leave the community roundup, partner. Up to you, the community. So this is your chance to call in and plug something you have going on, or maybe something for someone you know, but they might be too shy to call in themselves. It's going to be a fun show tonight. Let's kick it off with everyone's... Wait. Actually, people were asking when they were going to be doing the call-ins. It's the community roundup. Our community roundup this week is going to be after we talk about some crafting and gathering elements. So when you see us talking about or hear us talking about crafting and gathering, go ahead and join the On Deck channel. I will add the Discord uh, link for you guys to get in there. And now we can set it up for everyone's favorite segment. You just set yourself up. Say no, it. no, you do it. Thank you, Whimsical Angel 394 for that sub. Now we'll get oh. everyone's oh. favorite segment, Avi. Green Leaf Minute. It's the Green Leaf Minute. And with every new patch, people are always interested in the, the new mounts that were added and how to get them. So in patch 5.1, there were three, count them, three new mounts released, Avi. The first is the portly Porksy. I want it so bad. Which it's is the pink pretty. Flying pig. The Dumbo pig thing we've seen previewed before. Like we expected, this will be purchased from the new Pixie Beast Tribe or Pixie Beast Tribe uh, with their currency, Fay Fancies. You'll need 18 of them awesome. for the mount. So that's not very many. 18 is all you need. Next up, we have the Shadow Gwyber mount, Gwyber Gwyber, uh, which is the mount that drops from Hades Extreme. What is it? it it's like a it's like a dragon. So I don't know if you've seen the one from the oh, other primals. The, the, the it's things, the dragons. They're pretty cool. Yeah, you just get a different color one from each. Is there a pink one yet? I have not seen a pink one. I won't care until there's a pink one. <laughs> Icarus in chat calls it a derp dragon. Derp dragon. Derp. 
no derpy. And then finally, we have their forgiven reticence, which is the big lion sin eater thing we've seen throughout the MSQ. And this is purchased with your nuts, Avi. I don't have any nuts. You got to get some nuts. You can need 3,200 nuts from hunts. That's that's a lot of nuts from your hunts. So jump on those hot hot trains, hunt trains to get your nuts. Track of them nuts. Now we move on to everyone's or from everyone's favorite segment to Avi's favorite segment. It's the t- 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 tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. What do you got for us, Avi? This is your segment. I know, but you picked it, so I think it's kind of something you did. All right, so this tweet of the week comes from at star dot dll, uh, so at star dot doll, and the tweet says the Smilebringers campaign has come to an end. Thank you to all the streamers and everyone that helped raise four thousand two hundred and thirty-two dollars for Ditch the Label. Thank you for all your generosity towards supporting a great charity and helping take a stand against bullying and cyberbullying. Um, thank you guys so, so, so much. And I'll, Pete, I don't think I actually got to tell you that um, we actually did surpass $400. Oh, did we? We raised $403.14. Wow. Had some donations after we ended the stream. Yeah. So that does mean that I guess I'll be doing three baking streams uh first one will be in december and actually like we were talking about you know doing a voting for the the cupcakes but i do think it'd be kind of fun if we did one in december that was like a christmas holiday themed recipe and then the other two we can have you guys vote on but i thought that might be a fun way to start it so that if you do want to bake the cupcake it can be one that's specific to the time of year and that might just be a fun way to go about it so that was just the idea i had since you're getting so freaking many of them and it'll definitely be a fun progression of watching how much they suck <laughs> for our um interesting setup that we figure your, out your cupcakes suck or the stream suck oh my cupcakes are delicious and sorry Bubba, but it's it's not going to be vegan then there's not going to be a stream. <laughs> Just joking. All right. Good job, Avi. That was your... And good uh, job, everybody else. Like, thank you guys so much. We So uh, this last Wednesday, we did a stream, with, which was the first time we did the uh, spinning wheel, which we used for uh, some other stuff through Streamlabs. And if you donated $5, uh, Pete and I did something. You had to pick who did it, something that the spin wheel would uh, choose. And one of it was like, uh, have a clothespin. I've worked this into stuff later on that actually has to do with final fantasy 14 oh okay thanks for telling me <laughs> thanks for reading the outline i was trying to fix shit <laughs> now it's time for news and notes from around the realm avi what would a week be without final fantasy 14 adding something to the mog station for you to buy now you can buy some extra large posters to hang in your house you super excited about that avi nope nope they released four one for each expansion, and they've called them Scions of, of the Seventh Dawn Reproduction, Dragon Song Reproduction, Liberation Reproduction, and Nightfall Reproduction. Each of those will run you $10. I, I mean, like, 10 bucks is what you pay for an actual poster. <laughs> like, a <laughs> poster even. to hang on your wall in your house if you want to. That's but if you want all of them, you can buy a set of four for $20. $5 is how much you spend on a poster to hang in your house, like on your <laughs> But Avi, you get that poster forever. This one goes away whenever the server shut down. I mean, that's like never going to happen, so it's cool. <laughs> so if you want at least two, 
just buy the set. Yeah, it's, it's the smarter buy. Smartest buy, just don't buy them. <laughs> Next up, we have a Modern Cosmetics, a Wicked Wake, which gives you two additional options for your face tattoos. That's not face tattoos, it's makeup. Face makeup. You'll get a spider web and a couple of bats. That's Super actually excited from the, for that? Well, I already have it. That's from the original, All, I think, I believe the first All Saints Wake uh, event, really? if I remember right. If it's not the first, it's the second. Um, I have them. I, I re- never use them because I didn't even remember that's where I got them. I actually thought those were standard <laughs> makeup aesthetics. I, I didn't even remember getting them that way. But seven dollars uh, is it? And it's a single character only. Yeah, for everything two we talk, face emotes. Everything we talked face about makeup. is single character. So Pete, just so you know, um, each race. Well, and it, it goes even further. But like you, you have one to two tattoo options for your face. But you, but the options that you can change a bunch of those are the makeup options. I'm just telling you so you understand this. Okay, so that's makeup options. It's a makeup, yes. All right, that's all they added, Avi. All right, so there's also been a new post for the developer's blog titled, You See Me Now. Wait, Now You See Me, Now You Don't. Sorry, I was copying the URL. and You were trying to go all John Cena, you don't see me. So last week in our Greenleaf Minute, we shared some tips about how to use the G-Post function in-game in order to improve your screenshot taking. But guess what? They've changed some stuff, but honestly, you guys are all really, really, really good changes. Um, I've just posted the link in chat and we will post it in the show notes if you want to go into further detail. So really, there's been four big changes. First, you can now utilize G-Pose when you're a passenger on someone else's mount. So now you're going to have something to do while you're being chauffeured around. So we're chauffeuring around the lazy people that haven't done their Aether Currents. And they're just going to be taking screenshots the whole time. I mean, you're, they're just going to make you look badass driving around in your car or like in your two-seater chocobo. You don't like, ever look badass driving someone else around. You look like a chauffeur. I don't know. I think I look pretty badass. They're like, put your butler attire on. No, fuck you. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. So now we're going to have people dressed up as chauffeurs taking screenshots. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chili's. Chili's, he, he's the one always getting chauffeured around. One of these days, Chili, I'm going to show for you around and make you get them damn ether currents. The second thing they added to G-Pose is that you now have the ability to adjust your character's specific lighting in the screenshot. And this is going to help you make sure that you can see your character crystal clear. And this is great when you're attempting to take a, a screenshot in like a darker landscape or an action, so- action shot. So you can make sure that your character is really like well lit. The third option they added was you're now able to manually adjust the brightness setting. This means you can turn it up if the screenshot is too dark or lower it if the scene happens to be a bit brighter than you would like. And the fourth thing they added uh, is uh, probably the coolest feature out of all of these. You can now manually turn displays of specific characters on and off. You have the option to either hide yourself other players, NPCs, companions, pets, minions, and even enemies. Um, and if you don't get why you'd want to do that, I thought that the the devlog gave a really great example. It's like you ever wander out in the world and find the most picturesque landscape while adventuring? You get a pose ready, but then, ugh, now a fate appeared. So much for that. Let's just shift around the area a bit and ugh, there are regular enemies walking around in the background. Can I catch a break? Time to fix this. With these new settings, you can simply turn off the display of the enemies and voila, perfect shot. Alternatively, if you want to capture some breathtaking landscapes out in Eorzea, now you can do so without having to rely on first-person view. You can literally just put your character where you want them and turn them off. 
Um, you can even get together with your friends and have your uh, like minions kind of pose together and take adorable screenshots of them running out around like some adventure. And I know that I'm personally really excited for, for these new features and I can't wait to see what people come up with. Um, I'm really expecting to see some storytelling done through the use of the minion screenshots because it's kind of like a whole, I don't know, like there's characters that you can't quite make yourself look like that your minions are. And I just think that's really, really cool. You going to take some amazing ones, Avi? I already do, bitch. Mm. Debatable. <laughs> was there not a number five that you needed to read? That was one I just read. That's not oh. a change. That was just me hitting enter. All right. Then we have... Try to teach me some lore, Avi. Yes. What do you got for me this week? So I am still undefeated. This is a question from Dango. Do you remember that Dango asked a question before about the elemental crystals um, and what Beast Tribe found them, founded them? Oh, I remember Dango. Do you remember? It was episode 188. I, I got it right. Do you, do you, do you, yes, you did that. Red means right. Do you remember who founded the business that uh, distributed the elemental crystals? Which Beast Tribe? I'm trying to help you remember. Mm-mm. It's It was a Sylphs, so you know. All right, so... So that particular what organization, what was the name of the Olden-based organization that was dedicated to both the distribution of elemental crystals and trade relations between the Eorzean city-states and the three original beast tribes? Is it A, the Aetherite Convention, B, the Ash Crown Consortium, or C, Sapphire Avenue Exchange? Okay. Or D, Organization 13? Well... I know the Sapphire Avenue Exchange is in Ulda. I don't think But what is it? I don't think it's that. That's just like their marketplace. Mm-hmm. I had Consortium in my mind. I don't know why I had Consortium in my mind. Definitely didn't remember the first word you said, and I don't even know what the first word you said is. What was A? Aetherite Convention. That just seems wrong. Okay. Which means it's probably right, because I'm dumb b was ash crown consortium and then d is organization 13 see i'm gonna go with consortium just because i had consortium in my head we're going with b pete give yourself a happy i got something right sound i don't have that sound because <laughs> it never a, happens maybe uh <laughs> mahi is that a happy sound sure it makes me happy this is a happy sound <sighs> <sighs> Xenos, for any of you who haven't heard it before, that's what he sounds like when he fights. Uh, <laughs> Pete's having too much fun now. So yes, the Ash Crown Consortium is the Olden-based organization that was dedicated to both the distribution of elemental crystals and trade relations between the Aorzean city-states and the three beast tribes. Thank you, Dango. I've gotten another one of your questions correct. You actually, this is the first one that you got you correct. You got the other one wrong. challenge me because you haven't stumped my genius no one has stumped pete yet he's just so good at lore you guys he's the lore master all right avi of course patch 5.1 hit this week we've only really had two days to play it, or i've had two days you've really only had like one day to play it yeah uh because we hosted a halloween party yesterday and didn't get a chance to play and the day before that bushemi had a tooth pulled and he was super drugged out and i couldn't leave him alone for fear of him like hurting himself we've got not the snaggle tooth it's got a bushemi down yeah but i think we have some good stuff to discuss despite not having a ton of time to play this week 
We'll be keeping it spoiler-free. We won't be discussing any of the MSQ at all, so no need to worry about that. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. The first thing you'll notice before you even play the game is the new launcher. Lots of memes were made in honor of this new launcher, which is quite bright, especially when you're logging in at 3 a.m. for the patch. <laughs> and ugly as hell, as Chili in <laughs> chat says. I do think they need to make a night mode option for this because it is quite bright. It is vibrant, yes. Uh, I haven't really explored it yet, though, because on patch day, you know how you can actually download the patch before the servers come back up so mm-hmm. you're ready to just log in? When I saw people reporting that... Uh, the patch was available for download, I got the new launcher hit me in the face. But for some reason, the patch didn't start downloading for me. So I switched right back to the old launcher. How do you did that, Pete? Because people in chat are like, Chili typed that out. And people are like, how do you change to the old launcher? This could have been your green leaf. Yeah, there's there's a little cog on the launcher. And if you click on that cog, you have the option to switch back to the- Is it like in the top corner? I don't remember exactly. I just told you as soon as I- (laughs) As soon as I got that launcher, I switched back. All right. Uh, yeah, just hit the cog. It will be in there somewhere. Craze B to the cog, according to Cater Pants. <laughs> so, and as soon as I swapped back to that old launcher, the patch started to download, no problem. And I was looking to upgrade to a larger medium house in 5.1. Wait, before you go into this, there's some contention in chat. Like, some people liked it. I actually liked it. Um, it didn't bother me. I don't need things to everything to be in night mode personally. So something being vibrant on my screen doesn't bother me. I thought it was uh, better. Thought- it, overall, it's better designed, I think. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. The real reason I switched back was I didn't want to deal with something new when I'm trying to upgrade my house. I didn't want anything. Well, so you new. were downloading, trying to download the patch early too, right? Like, like, it's, like before they announced it was live. But like when usually no, you like, can do it. I mean. Before the servers come up, but they always make it available to download earlier. So, yeah. So, that's what I mean. Like, you weren't... I downloaded it when I got home from work that day. So, at that point, I did it all through the new launcher, and it was perfectly fine. You did it, like, early, early. So, it didn't work at that time. Yeah. So, it does Even work it fine to. now. That's that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I You don't need to revert it. to the old one in order to download the patch if you somehow haven't yet. Chili's dropping a code for all four giant posters giant in chat Giant posters. Right now. Bigger than a Lollafell. So Thank you, you Chili. better have a house if you use that poster. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, did, I, I switched because I didn't want to have any problems from that new launcher. And I've just stuck with the old one since. Just because, not necessarily because I because didn't, you're lazy. didn't like the first, the new one. I'm just lazy. I'm used to what I'm used to. I love you, lazy I'm boy. I'm like the old lady at work who gets mad when they upgrade her outlook. God, I hate that lady. <laughs> All right, so why did you uh, download everything so early? Now that I got the patch downloaded with the old launcher, I was all set to head to bed and try to get a little sleep before waking up at 2.45 a.m. to try to upgrade my house. Had a small. I was looking to get get a large. To relocate to a large. I was not expecting to get a large. I would have been happy with the medium. Okay. We'll see what happens. Oh, you got like a story. Yeah. Big, long story, Avi. Okay. We needed content this week. (laughs) All right. Uh, But when I do get up at 2.45 and turn my PC back on, something goes wrong right away. I got kicked in the nuts by Razer. There's a Razer update that starts. And usually those go pretty quick. But all of a sudden, it was a bigger one. And it got to a certain part 
where I couldn't cancel it anymore uh-huh. and I couldn't use my keyboard or my mouse. Okay, he didn't tell me this, by the way, guys. This is new to me, too. So I get a little worried, but I've given myself a 15-minute cushion, mm-hmm. so I try to relax a little bit. And the update ended up taking about five minutes, which is the longest I've ever had from a Razer update. <laughs> but it felt like um, an eternity, I'm sure. Oh my so, gosh, you guys, like code dropping in chat is going crazy. Icarus has the pumpkin head that he won at the Halloween party. Chili just dro- dropped the Halloween makeup, the bat and the spider webs. Holy cow, you guys are super generous. God damn. Thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, so at this point, I, I was a little bit concerned that this was like a bad omen of things to come on my house hunting adventure. And so I'm checking the service status a few times leading up to 3 a.m. Uh, when the servers are scheduled to reopen. And no luck. They're waiting right until 3 before they r- take down the wall and let us in. Right. And finally at 3, I'm able to click the play button that shows up. And when I get to the character screen, none of the character data is loading. Oh, fun. But uh, it's so I'm still, sure you're not the only one who experienced all this. It still gives you the option to play even if your character doesn't show up. So I click it. And it says I'm number 188 in the queue. Wow. And I really can't believe that enough people are logging in at 3 a.m. Pacific or 6 a.m. East um, all at once. This, that is, I, this is Gilgamesh. It is, a, it is a populated server. That I'm 188 deep in the queue. I have to believe that this is just like a forced queue. So like mm. not everyone's going in at the right. same time. Doesn't crash things. Um, it's like the light at the when you're getting on the freeway that only lets two cars in at a yeah. time. <laughs> okay. So the lack of character data not loading has me a bit scared, but I do make it through the queue and I log in in Gridania because I'm trying to get a house in the Lavender Beds. Right. Uh, there already seems to be a lot of people already on and around, so I start to freak out a bit and trying to quickly click through the options on the eighth right, but I'm going too fast and I accidentally select the change server options instead of the travel to the housing ward option. <laughs> so I'm fucking up already. I should be prepared. Because yeah. I did a dry run before I went to bed. You're so funny. I knew exactly what Aetherite to teleport to in Lavender Beds for my first choice plot. I even tested whether it was faster to sprint to the plot or bring out my chocobo. <laughs> so I'm annoyed with myself that I've already messed up and lost time. But I get to the right option, teleport to Lavender Beds, sprint to the Aetherite, and port to the Aetherite I needed to go to closest to my plot. I brought out my chocobo, pubcakes, and run to the plot. And much to my surprise, no one is there. Hmm. I click the placard, choose to relocate, almost make another mistake. Had to make sure to transfer my personal house and not the FC house. How would you have even been able to transfer it, the FC it, house? It gave me the option. I feel like my rank in the FC uh, may have permitted wouldn't, that. wouldn't have let me do it. I don't know. But I'm glad that I didn't make the mistake to find out. Yeah, that would not have been great. Bye-bye, Halloween maze. And the game takes my gill, and the plot is mine. And it isn't until about 20 seconds later that another person shows up. And they try to buy the plot as well, which I thought was weird, and realized that my house hasn't shown up yet. Mm. Because when I've relocated in the past, it shows up pretty immediately. Right, right. Uh, It took a minute or two before it actually relocated, but it shows up. I did get my house relocated over. I got a large in the lavender beds. The same one that I had on Adamant Toys before transferring over to Gilgamesh. So it's like we never so left. it's like I never left. Yeah, now you can stop your bitching. But my house, my house. It wasn't so much the house. I wanted three gardens. Uh-huh. He doesn't care about the inside as much. 
Uh, and Chili's saying it took about five minutes for his house to relocating, and he was panicking as well. Mm. And that also screwed things up from people going from house to house trying to click on placards to buy stuff. Because they couldn't tell. Because apparently it was still giving them the option to buy, and then it was giving them an error message saying, like, oh. this plot isn't available or something like that, but it wasn't showing as sold. Ooh, I so, people were not happy about that. Yeah, so if you got that error message... There wasn't anything you were doing wrong, but someone had already bought it. Right, right. So so if anyone got that error message now, you know why. That's unfortunate. Chili just dropped the reindeer outfit in chat, which is actually a hilarious nice. costume for Christmas. Uh, so at that point, I was riding pretty high, Avi. Uh, too excited to go back to bed yet. <laughs> I would. I get that. So I started putting out my outdoor furnishings, and not too long after, I see someone in Shout Chat say, all the medium and large plots have sold. Damn. And I couldn't believe they went that fast, but I went and looked at all the housing zones, and sure enough, all of them had sold. Gilgamesh is, you know, pretty high population, Mm -hmm. but I was still surprised at how fast they went. However, now there are a lot of small plots available. So if you are looking for your first house, uh, I didn't check when we logged on today, but- I think there's still a lot. Still uh, some, at least. But if you're looking to buy your first house, you want to check in the old wards first. Yeah. Because currently the new wards are still FC only unless you can relocate. Right, right, but right. But if you already have a small... Chad uh, is saying, nope, there's not a lot of houses left. Not a lot of houses left? No. Nope. That's surprising to me. Not me. <laughs> not me at all. I mean, there were still houses before the patch. Well, I mean, the small houses, the reason they would be available... Um, is because people would have relocated. And so the people who relocated um, vacated their house, and now you're on that timer to get it if you don't yes. have a house. But I saw plenty open. And it should be about two weeks before any smalls in the new wards are available for individual purchase. Right. And some of you might be hating me right now. Why? Because I got a large plot as a personal house. Yeah, you're kind of a dick. Uh, I don't think there are that many hating on me, but judging by the posts in the housing section of the official forums, some people do not like that individuals will were able to snatch up the large plots. The first thread on the forum read, individual players shouldn't be allowed to purchase or relocate to large plots. So not a, not a terribly incendiary title. Okay. But I'm like, all right. I'm pretty open-minded. Let's see if this post can change my mind. All right. You like the the meme, like change my mind. And this person goes on to post this. It makes me incredibly livid. I got your voice. It's Mm -hmm. clear that so many different forms of housing exist for different groups. Smalls for the everyman, mediums for bigger groups, and influential persons, whatever that means, and larges for communities. All that space in a large basement, separated upper upper floors, massive foyer. What does one person need all that space for? Nothing but vanity and proof that they can play the market boards or grind too much. A FC can use that space (laughs) for so much. Aesthetics of a mixed group, workstations to benefit crafters, food for raids and content and more. That I actually agree. I agree with the workstations and the food for raids. You can put that in any house. Uh, well, yeah, but you can't put as many items in the other houses. But yeah, I, I'm still I'm still listening. I'm just saying that's that's the first point you made that I was like, okay. Buffs and other benefits showcasing the achievements of the collective through special furniture and more. 
He doesn't post the N more. Oh. As a role player on a role play server who runs a role play community that works to engage the whole, in all caps, of the server in learning and playing within the game's unlimited creative potential, it hurts even more. So much space that can be used in character and out of character, gone because one person decided they needed a monument to their vanity. There's only a handful of larges per ward, and you let the few who overwork the system snap it up and not give the community you say you care so much about half a chance, S.E., you can do better than this. I think the solution to this problem would be to allow people to put three plots on every house. I mean, three gardening plots on every house. Because the only reason you wanted the large house um, is because of the gardening, you said. But as KK said, that Pete needs a monument to his vanity. He, he actually can totally see that. I should be able to have a large statue of myself in my yard. Uh, a literal Chili asks monument. if uh, your monu- a monument to your vanity would be a giant green bush afro on the house. Close. That'd be pretty badass. I think, everything, I think everything in your house needs to be green. If we have another housing design contest, we're making an Afro roof. Afro roof. So what do you think about that, Avi? Do you believe that individual players shouldn't be allowed to purchase or relocate to large plots? Um, I actually get where they're coming from. Um, excuse me. Because Don't you think that was a little much, though? I think they're upset when they wrote it. That's like, like if you're a business owner and you're responding to a Yelp review, you don't respond when you're heated. You let yourself cool off and then you respond and you, you, you sound more intelligent and less emotional. This is very emotional, but I think that's why they wanted to write it because they wanted the emotion to come through. Um, I actually, I get where they're coming from. I get that, like, especially as a role play community who wants to use the house for community events, like our, our F. should just use his imagination and role play that he has a bigger house than he has. Okay, you're a dick. Um, don't be a dick. Uh, our FC just had the costume contest and the maze. Like we couldn't do a maze as good as we did in a small house. You could do it. It would kind of suck. But does no one in his large role play community not have a large house that they could use? Don't, don't you just ask my opinion. I'm not this guy. I'm giving my opinion. Let me give my opinion before you act like I'm this person. Like, don't talk to me like I'm this guy. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I understand some elements of this. Because, but I do think that the the solution to this on a, for a large portion, at least, like, I, would you be happy with a small house if it had three garden plots? I still just want the large house because I have nothing else to spend my gill on. It's a vanity thing. It's not even vanity. No, it is. It literally, you're going, I have so much gill, I had to buy this giant house that I don't even need. It's not vanity. It's just ruining someone else's fun. You're a dick. Pizza dick. Don't be like Pete. Uh, I think this is a little much. I mean, it, I I understand it because this is someone... I understand the emotional response to this because I'm assuming this is someone who like really, really, really wanted a house. I mean, imagine like we talked about as an FC, like trying to save up money to move to a larger plot in one of the new wards, like not this, but like the Ishgard if that happens and everything. And, and so like imagine your FC works together for everyone to put the gill together. And maybe not everyone like raises gill like you, like just has all this gill to spend. And they put a lot of effort as a team together to try to raise this money to buy a house. And then they don't get one. I understand that they'd be upset. It doesn't mean that they deserve a house. 
It doesn't mean that you deserve a house less than they do or that they deserve a house more than you do. But I understand being upset about it. You put okay. a lot of work into it. They can be upset. But yeah. these points do not equal individuals shouldn't be able to own no. a large house. No, no, no. I wasn't I wasn't um, arguing against that. I was just arguing more so like they have a, a right to be upset. But for all of these reasons, yes. Um but and I just picked one, but there were a lot posting about I, this. There were like no, but th- I think you could tell this person was mad. But there was another person that I think they deleted the thread because I couldn't find it again. Who was using racial slurs against Yoshida and the dev oh, team? Oh, that's not like cool. that's how mad you need to kick from the game at that point. Mouth no, you know who were. I'd get mad at are the is like the FCs that purchased up an entire ward and a half or two wards for individual people within an fc but they like they pay for each of those accounts like that's a dick move that that makes no one like you yes and that's been happening for yeah a long time and se hasn't done anything about it i i agree that they that should not be able to happen yep and they should i know technically they were grandfathered in at a certain point so they don't want to take their houses away right i i I wouldn't mind pissing off half a dozen people. Nope. I mean, I that's, how, that's how many there are. Like, yeah. It's not like everyone is doing this. Yeah, and they did it again very recently. It happened again. Yeah, they did it in one of the new wards that I saw. And this isn't just one person. Like, one person can technically do it, but usually it's a larger FC, mm-hmm. and there's multiple people working together to Organizing. do this. Yep. Then they come up with any sort of FC name for the new FC. Yep. Give it the same FC tag so it's all displays as the same FC. Right. It's and like a group they effort. they buy house they, after house They after organize house. together and they do it. And I mean, it just it makes you look like a dick. Like it doesn't, it's, it's not like a, oh, cool, look at this FC. They bought the whole ward. I don't see that. Now they have two and a half wards. I don't, I don't go in and go, oh my God, look at how cool they are. I'm like, you guys are dicks. And they just use it to resell them. Like they're, Oh, really? It's not like they use them, use them. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's super not cool. I mean, I at least get it like as like a status symbol as for an FC. Like, we're such a badass FC, we're able to do this. Like, I, I on a microscopic level, get the vanity of that. Because that's, again, vanity of look at how amazing I am. But just to resell it, like, Gil is almost completely useless in this game. Uh, KK saying they use them for shard farming. It's it's all about the garden plots. Mm-hmm. They, they need to... They need the game also needs to provide a option for gardening that doesn't involve housing essentially if you could just like you know they need they need communal garden plots yes that's something that's been brought up they need communal garden plots and you can buy as many plots gardening plots as you want or whatever like max out at six or something like that and then just just like have people do that instead of buy all the housing i don't know Okay, Avi, I do have more to say on this topic. Oh, wow. But I know we had someone calling in at a certain time because it's the only time that they could call in. So I want to bring in Susan, or sorry, (laughs) Serena Sparkles right now. And so this is for the community roundup. Yes. So we're. Can you have a lead up to Serena, Pete? This is when uh, the time she was able to call in. What is she calling about? So, Serena, are you able to hear me right now? I am. Okay, Serena. Serena is the Aetherflow Media Chief, Editor-in-Chief. Is that how it goes? Yes. Yep. And I love your content. We've talked about Aetherflow Media before. They do a amazing like online magazine type thing. They have a podcast now as well. And but you guys do have like a whole stream team and stuff. You guys, you're doing wonderful community building. I love it. Thank you so much. That's definitely our goal. <laughs> 
But Serena is here to talk about a little charity stream that they have going on tomorrow, correct? If you call 16 hours little, yep. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's kind of demeaning, Pete. I would never have started with little. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, we we have a, a large stream going tomorrow. It's 16 hours uh, straight. Um, it You could definitely say it's little compared to the 25 hours we did last year. <laughs> oh, <we've>, yeah, <laughs> so, no. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> definitely did not want to try that again. Uh, but yeah, this year we're, we're streaming tomorrow, um, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Okay. Uh, and we're benefiting to write love on her arms, um, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that or if your viewers are familiar with it, but they exist to help present hope to those who suffer from depression or addiction, self-injury, suicidal thoughts, you know, everything that kind of encompasses that, uh, which, you know, is, is just all too common in the yes. community these days. Like mm -hmm. you hear about it all the time. Um, but unfortunately, it just I don't feel like it gets enough attention and enough support and recognition and awareness. Um, so that's kind of why we leaned towards to write love on her arms as the charity that we wanted to support. Um, and one of the great things that we managed to get is one of their staff members will actually be on with us for a live Q and a session for oh, an hour. That's amazing. Um, yeah. We're super excited about that. Do you um, know so what time be, they will be coming on? Yeah. It'll be at 3 PM Eastern. Okay, so and where, where, where will it be on? What's actually the link? So people will know where to uh, go. The link will be twitch.tv slash Aetherflow Media. Oh, nice and easy. Yep. Super easy. That's really, that's, that's wonderful. I, I actually just recently did a suicide intervention training, became certified. So I love oh, that wow. you're doing this. Uh, I think this is incredible. So uh, if we hadn't just finished a stream, I'd been like, how can we be a part of it? But we've just finished a charity yesterday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. We were a little nervous because we found out that Extra Life is the same day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're like, oh, no. Um, but we're we're holding out hope. We um, we haven't even really started yet because, like I said, we start tomorrow at 10. We've already raised $111. Oh, that's amazing. So we're well on our way. We're super excited about it. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff planned. We've got a 20. We're going to take the community into the 24 man. We're hoping to get 24 people in there. Nice. Um, we're going to attempt the, the copy factory. Uh, near we're gonna run um, Hades extreme on there nice we've got a lore tour um, and then I don't know if you've heard of Midgard Stormer Community Center but um, they're a housing group um, that goes and tours houses they do housing oh. tours well, that's a new one right because the last one yeah. that did YouTube videos kind of ended and then so this is a yeah, new one yeah, yeah. okay cool because yeah I was like I bummed not sure how long they've been around um but yeah they're they're really cool they approached us um and, and they're hosting a three hour long uh housing tour on aether so we'll be doing that um got 20 houses lined up so it's really nice. cool that's awesome um yeah and then well if you guys um, want to tour uh, just so you guys know if you want to let them know not to, to throw this out there but um yeah. i do a halloween maze every year in our fc house and it's still oh, up awesome. in our downstairs and it's on gilgamesh Okay, so, we might stream that on ours if you're okay with that later. Yeah, totally. So we've already got it all oh, yeah, lined down, up. Would... Okay, cool. I was like, it's just really yeah. fun. <laughs> we, we do um, monthly on our own. Our housing enthusiast will do a housing tour. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely let her know. Cool. And, and get your house on the lineup for that one because awesome. that's really neat. I yeah, love really seeing fun. the holiday-themed houses. But, <laughs> it's all basement. Yeah. We actually had to take everything out of the house because of the item limit. Sorry, I mean to take oh, it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is a wonderful cause, and I'm I'm sorry it sucks that it lines up with extra life, but that doesn't yeah. that doesn't take away from it at all. It's still a wonderful I hope cause. Not. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is, and I, we're really excited, and we're super stoked that they're going to come on it and talk to us and everything. So 
So that's oh. at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv backslash aetherflowmedia. Uh, what time does it start? Well, that's when the rep is coming on. They're starting right. at 10 a.m. 10 in the, at 10 a.m. Yeah, they're starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's awesome. And are you yeah, guys like gonna... trading out? Like how many people are going to be doing the stream? I will be hosting the stream the entire time personally. So it'll be streaming from my computer the full tw- uh, full 16 hours. I was at 24. Oh my gosh, my team would kill me. Uh, <laughs> girl, I hope you like stocked hours. up on like energy drinks and stuff. So uh, yeah, I've got my coffee. I just bought a Keurig, so I'm good to go. Nice. I have like, my fruit cut reach. up, my vegetables cut up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Awesome. <laughs> got everything all nice and prepped. But uh, yeah, then our, our staff will kind of come in and go as, as they're able to. Um, a couple of my other uh, co-editors will be there for the vast majority of the time as well um and then we're going to spend most of our time in our aetherflow uh, media community mm-hmm. uh server in voice chat so that the community can come in and kind of hang out with us too while oh, we're fun. streaming very fun stuff like that yeah well if you have any time we for the first time use the Streamlabs um spin wheel with our yeah. charity stream and so people would donate and get the chance to spin the wheel if they donate a certain amount and we would do dumb stuff um, oh yeah, they have that through. So we're using Tiltify okay. uh, for, yeah. the, for the donations, mm-hmm. and they do have a, a poll option and a challenge option. If you donate like a buck or whatever, you can you can answer questions on a poll, yeah, or do a challenge. Yeah, I didn't know that Streamlabs did that too, though. So that's definitely good to know for the future. Yep. It was uh, the, we did it for the very first time for our stream on Wednesday, and we're definitely going to make the price a little higher than five dollars to spin the wheel <laughs> next time. <laughs> Live and learn, right? Yes. Live and learn. But it was it was a lot of fun. At one point, um, Pete and I swapped computers and I play healer obviously he plays tank and we were in the 24 man and we had to like oh yeah yeah it was we felt kind of yeah bad. we we did set up I think it's our $300 tier I believe no our $200 tier that's right our $200 tier um me and then two of my other co-editors leveled fully uh the jobs that we hate the most <laughs> oh my god so that would be tank for me because uh-huh. I'm a healer at mm-hmm. heart like I cannot tank yep um and then you know my other uh my tank co-editor leveled healer and then one of our dps um she leveled a different dps a melee and so we leveled that and if we hit 200 dollars, we all have to go in on those classes into savage oh on no the oh no yeah <laughs> it's gonna be i a can imagine taking savage <laughs> yeah and we we were not allowed to ask for any help on how to learn to play the classes so we had to figure it out completely on our own um, so awesome. yeah, it's that, that'll, that'll pan out really well. I'm sure. I think that's, that's amazing. Make sure you clip them so you can post them on YouTube later for oh, people to watch. Absolutely. That's absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. I, I know it was really short notice. Really appreciate it. Um, oh no, thank you for having us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And thank you for doing that amazing charity work. Uh, oh, but does, sure. uh, Aetherflow Media have anything coming down the pipes? When's the next issue out? Uh, the next issue comes out December 1st, so a month from now. Um, and then after that, we put out a community catalog. So both the issue and the community catalog are quarterly. So they're kind of off sync from each other. Smart. And um, it's and then amazing, our... guys. you got to go check it out. Thank you so much. Yeah, we work <laughs> a lot. Of, we work very hard on that. Um, but yeah. You can tell. So anything else you want to add before we kick you out? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, you did mention our podcast. Our podcast used to go every other week, and they've just now started to bump it up this weekend. It'll start being weekly. Um, awesome. So they, they are bumping that up a bit. So if y'all haven't heard it, feel free to tune in. When when can um, they tune in? Is it, uh, do they do it live on they, Twitch as well? It's on our website. Okay. Um, and aetherflowmedia.com, correct? Correct. Yep. All right. Yeah. Head on all over right. there. Thank you so much. Find thank all you. their things. And thank you so much, Serena, for 
getting out the word. Absolutely. Our Get pleasure. lots of sleep tonight. So you have a. Oh, I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll be Brain sure to tune tomorrow. in. All right. You got thank this. You. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, Avi. And it looks like we got a couple other people on the on deck. Um, and they're for community roundup, I believe. I know that uh, Talern has been in there for a while. I see you, Talern. Um, and then uh, we have Mary Ray, which I'm not sure if they're in there for community roundup. Please uh, type it in chat if you're there for anything else. And we'll get back to that. Okay. So back to the person who had a case of the sour grapes. Okay. About housing. A little salt on their sour grapes as well. I think they're 100% completely wrong. But I do have empathy. I disagree with the 100%. I do have empathy for them, No, though. you don't if you say no, 100%. They're 100% wrong, but I have empathy. They have, they have the right to be upset. They don't have the right to suggest, well, I guess you can suggest anything you want, but I'm going to call you out for being wrong if you suggest that individuals don't deserve the right to try to get a large plot. Because the only thing that's different between a small house and a large house for an FC, the only stuff that is exclusive to FC is the workshop. And you get that regardless if it's a small, medium, or large. There's nothing that a large house you can do as an FC. Didn't I just talk about the maze that I did that I could not do in a smaller house because of the lack of item levels? I'm telling you, there are things, especially as a role player, so the, you can do in a larger house that you can't do yeah, in the smaller one. You can decorate ones. more, but like as I'm, a, I'm pe- talking people about people play the game different. That's not not real. That's not fake content. That's an asshole thing to say. You play the game differently than other people do, and then that is completely okay for everyone to play this game differently. But, and Shut up. <laughs> because that's your saying that my enjoying glamoring my character is me playing the game wrong. People who enjoy there's I mean freaking um But how does that affect H- H- why should that why should H-G-X-I-V, you get to do that? It's a complete podcast doing way better than ours, I'm, dedicated to housing. I'm not and you're saying acting, there's anything you wrong with it. You just said they're it's not really playing the game. <laughs> that's, that's wrong. That's obviously a joke. But what I I'm didn't saying say, that was not cool. Is why do I not ha- why should I not get the opportunity to play the way I want to play? I I think that the whole point that I'm trying to say is all you literally just want to be like I have so much money to blow, I'm just going to buy this big ass house. That's want- that's your point of the house. Oh, well, me, it's mostly the gardening. And that's what I'm saying. Before. So I think that if they offered gardening as another option, that's cool. But I don't think you should lessen the importance of having the house to decorate like you just did. That's what that's what got me heated just now. Like that is super important to people and that you shouldn't diminish that in any way because that is really important to some people. And some people will spend hours just doing that. Okay. Me being someone who spent freaking like I don't even know how many hours in the past month setting up a gosh damn freaking halloween maze in the basement of our fc house and you're like oh you can't do anything with the house that you can't fuck you but you just needed to know someone that had a large house no you have to it has to be somebody that that you can trust with putting your special items in you're gonna drop a bunch of gill on that everything in that house now belongs to that house because if they kick you out of the house as that tenant then you lose everything that's in that house that you Yoink. just dropped a lot of money on i think i know how i'm gonna get my house decorated now mm-mm mm-mm Avi's excited. That was that pissed me off. <laughs> I also love that KK's got like hyper pixies, like angry emotes and like the cat attacking her face for me. <laughs> People say passionate Avi is the best Avi. I just I don't like you acting like there's one way to play this game and if people what don't play I'm the game you, you want to before i was wrong. so rudely no interrupted no 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 no, no dick pizza dick to say is i'm so empathetic 
No, you're not. This is like a, this is a, you know what? You're fucking wrong, but I'm empathetic to your plea. No, that's until I feel. absolutely 100% wrong that largest should be limited to FCs. I am 100% against that. But I'm not unempathetic to his cause of wanting a large plot for his FC. So there are other solutions to this other than taking it away from individuals. One, I, but that makes one, me feel like it's not 100% wrong. There is some validity to the argument. No. That makes it, that takes, the 100% honestly is what makes your argument like wrong. <laughs> if you take away the 100%, I'd agree with you. But because you keep sticking to this 100% wrong, he's not 100% wrong because you just said there's some validity to what he said. No, that literally, I, he, seriously, he's okay to be upset. It's, he's not 100% wrong yes, because there is some validity to the argument. No, his argument is that individuals should not have access to large houses. No, that was part of the argument. No, that's his subject. That's what he was talking about. There were multiple points made in the argument, Pete. But all those points are trying to add up to why individuals shouldn't be this allowed to... This isn't a thesis paper. Oh, he wrote a thesis in it this was, post. It was maybe 200 words. And I'm going to tell him why those 200 words, while in those 200 words, he has points about <gasps> why FCs want large plots. Even Chili's like, just drop it. You're going to keep going around in circles. Because Avi is right and Pete is wrong. No. If you'd let me get to my point and stop arguing minutia, I think they should have FC-only wards. And I think those FC-only wards should be all large houses. I was actually thinking and the same thing. only FCs are able to go in there. I also think they need to bump up the prices of large houses as well how much are they uh i think i was like 70 million or something like that uh it was i think it was less because i relocated so i got a little bit of money back from mm -hmm. the plot that i had um i actually i that was what i was thinking i think there should be a solution of fc houses ward there uh, merlis says or non-instanced housing they're not going to do that that's i don't think well, happening. what they need is instanced housing where yeah, you instant. just have your house but then you can't no one can i, I like visit. the community element of the houses that we have actually i do appreciate that but i think fc only wards with only large houses would be a really great option as well as communal gardening plots sort of thing essentially for for lack of a better way to describe it where people can purchase plots solely for the purpose of garden i honestly feel like the apartment should have a community garden that would like, be so <laughs> cool if you like you had a courtyard and everybody got like three gardening plots in their courtyard well they had to pay like a million for per plot and you could cap out at three or something like that would be really cool yeah but i, w I would have no problem even if they added an extra large house and a community pool for <laughs> fcs and they had their own zone i think it'd be great and they need to limit it to one fc house per account because that's how th these people are able to do eight different FCs on oh, one they account, have one for accounts. each character. I, I no, agree. not multiple accounts, but they have one for each character. No, no, but it's one account with multiple characters. Yeah. And, and then the, I mean, each of those characters has a house. Has an FC yeah. to buy their own house. So they need to limit that to one FC house per account. Oh. If you're the one who owns it. Yeah, you can join yeah. an FC and they have their own. Whoever owns that FC has their own house. Yeah. But... Not if or you... they can have, have the FC's houses be instanced. Those don't have to be a neighborhood. But I feel like that's that's what you want the mm -hmm. neighborhood is when you have a bunch of people in one. FC's. So I, th I, th I think, I think personal housing. I think it would be really cool for there to be a neighborhood of all large houses with all FC's. It would be like a frat row, soror sorority row. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But it would be fun. Like it, On Halloween, everybody like decorates their house and does little events and stuff. And you can get like a community neighborhood thing going. I actually think that would be really, really fun. 
And if they're going to keep it the way it is, I think as soon as one housing, as soon as all the wards are filled, they just need to add another one. Like it shouldn't be that hard. To it would add be immediate, a, Pete. I know, but it shouldn't the be data that hard can't to add another that. ward. They can't. The servers can't handle all that. I mean, we're paying ten dollars for posters. Let's put some of that money into some uh, better servers for housing. Not better servers, bigger servers. All right. Uh, so that's that's what I'm willing to concede that there needs to be changes in housing. The change is not to ban individuals from owning large houses. It's to fix the housing system, either going instanced housing mm -hmm. where everyone can have it, a house regardless no, no. of size. I don't think it needs to be instanced for everyone. I think it should be instanced FC housing. But then you can't visit. I, you can still visit. Oh, my God. Buscemi, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, our poor kitty cat with a cone on his head tried to jump, and then the cone hit the thing, and then it was just bad. Go see if he's okay. You can go see if he's okay. Okay. Oh my god, you guys, you still hit his head. Oh. So what do you guys think about should individuals be barred from buying large houses? I don't think so. But they do need to fix it. I just think that post in the there was a lot of salt going in on the official forums housing section. Um also, from what I saw on that housing section, is that a lot of people just don't read. A lot of people were under the impression that these new wards were FC only, regardless of relocation. When in the patch notes, there was clearly a note in there that said, if you already own a house, you will be able to relocate. So no one should have been surprised by that. Is Buscemi okay, Avi? He looks so scared. He's letting me hold him right now. He doesn't he doesn't like the cone, you guys. But it was in the announcement. It was in the patch notes. And I don't understand how someone could be like so obsessed with getting a house, knowing all this information, but doesn't even take the time to read the patch notes every podcast talked about new housing coming and that people were able to relocate no one should be surprised that individuals were being able to relocate to the new wards doesn't mean they can't be disappointed i know but if you're gonna go off on a rant in a post i'm gonna call you out okay that's fair let's move on to the next topic all right i just talked forever Avi. what's the new topic i'm gonna be reading what pete wrote Ugh. All right. Okay. That's every episode. I'm still holding Buscemi, so I'm trying to get close enough to the mic. Um, so we had a different type of experience than we've ever had before on our first run of the new 24-man raid this week. We both went in blind, which isn't anything new for us, but we were running a charity campaign stream while we did it. And part of the stream was the wheel I mentioned yeah, earlier. We don't need to talk about this. That Pete you told me to blew. be quiet about. Um, so again, we spun it in exchange for donations and some of the wheels could land on were play with no HUD or swap PCs for five minutes, stick a clothespin on your tongue for five minutes. Um, our first run was actually like incredibly smooth. We, we ran, we beat everything pretty much on our first time. It felt like we weren't even really playing. Like, honestly, I felt like it was like a roller coaster and I was just along for the ride. It was crazy. Uh, for some reason, it was just like super smooth. Well, I had made some changes to my gaming pad and I was playing healer. And so like the first 
pull and a half, I messed up. Like, I actually used Limit Break when I shouldn't have as a healer. Um, but once I adjusted that, it, it was awesome. Like, I did two fights without my HUD on that first round. Yeah, as a tank. And, and it's crazy. It was fine. You yeah. know, I used a little bit of tank privilege. I got hit by some shit, but <laughs> we um, made it. And it was, I was a little bit concerned that it was a little too easy after the first run. Right. And then the second run proved that it's not. Well, it was a little bit more difficult. We had many more wipes throughout the run. A lot of this was self-inflicted, though. I, I know you say that, but I don't think that two people can cause the alliances to do yeah, as poorly it, as we did. It wasn't just us. No. But, yeah, we, it was a lot of self-inflicted stuff because that's when people really started donating to the spin wheel yes. for us to do stuff. Yes. Twice during that run is when we had to switch PCs. So I got to heal the 24-man raid. <laughs> the new Don't have man. a single healer to 80. Don't even know what moves they have. It was, I it was, was basically just doing it was sucker. It was very fun. It was fun to do. And it was fun to watch. Everybody, we all had a blast together. So apologies to our other healer that had to deal with me healing instead of Avi for those two experiences. Those moments. It was only 10 minutes of the whole thing. So it's not too bad. And on that second run, I switched it up to Monk, which is why I think I definitely got away with some tank privilege on the first run. Because yeah. as a Monk, I, I got killed by some stuff. A lot. Yeah, And still, most of my deaths were just getting distracted because we were streaming and there was tomfoolery going on. Uh, when we wiped on the last boss a few times, we kind of just focused. And then it was pretty pretty easy to Well, beat. in the final boss, we, we not only focused, but chat was also like, all right, we've been messing with them for so long. Let's, let's not donate for a bit and let them actually get out of this damn raid. But I definitely did not think anything in this raid was as punishing as... Sidolphus, the thunder god. No, I, I guess you're right, yeah. From the last 24-man raid. Mm -hmm. uh, they did really nail the near automata feel to this raid. Uh, I need to examine the bosses a bit more in future runs, but on first suppression, I really liked it, and they reminded me of near automata. It was like I was in near automata with my Final Fantasy XIV character. They looked awesome. So I really think they nailed that. And after you do the raid, you do get to go through the factory again, which is kind of like what I wanted. Like, I wanted to be able to go and explore places. I always say, like, whenever they add a cool new 24-man raid, I'm like, let me explore the zone a little bit. But they only let us explore what we already ran through. Right. Uh, I still wish I could see more of the zone. I actually haven't even had a chance to play since then. Um, and, I mean, that was just – it was – what was yes? No, yesterday was Halloween. So it was the day before Halloween. Then we had guests over. So I, you finished the story afterwards. I still, I get, I'm gonna start, probably try to do that this weekend at some point. And I need to rewatch the story because I don't remember shit when I do stuff on stream. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. All right. And the day that the patch came out was my statics raid night, and we made the decision to do Hades Extreme instead of Savage. We decided to go in completely blind and learn it from the ground up, which I hadn't done in a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was, God, I got to say, it was so much fun learning something blind again like that. It is fun. Um, I haven't done that in a long time because I, I rarely got to content the first day it came out. And even when you wait a couple days, whoever you want to do it with, if it's not a set group all on the same page, someone's already watched a video and is explaining stuff. So it's hard to find a group that wants to learn it from the ground up. And that was a lot of fun. If you've never done it before, it, it, 
it's fun. And I think you you realize the moves a lot better or you learn them a lot better when you're getting hit by them, not just watching a video and trying to, you know, match it up step by step with what you're seeing someone else right. do. And at the live letter, Yoshida was comparing it to Shinryu Extreme in its difficulty. What do you think? I actually think it's a little bit easier than Shinryu was upon release. The bits of randomness in this fight are really easy to adjust to. You have plenty of time to adjust to mechanics. Uh, The main thing in this fight is positioning. As long as everyone knows their spots, I don't think uh, people will take too long to beat this. It is quite a long fight, though, and it has a lot of little phases. The pacing actually kind of reminded me of Thornton in that aspect. I can see that. And I get that. Similar to Thornton as well, there are a couple of ads that the tanks need to take based on what color debuff you have. And that's also like the snakes in Bismarck Extreme. And I'll have more to say on this in future episodes. I don't want to spoiler it all now and we we didn't beat it we didn't have enough time to beat it i think if we would have had like maybe one more hour we would have beat it Mm. but i don't think it's gonna take the majority of people too long and in the duty finder as long as i've already seen people posting macros for like where people should stand of course so i don't think it's going to be that hard to even pug it all i've gotten to do is the 24 man but i did get my 2p outfit and i got my healer chest so i'm kind of okay with that what do you think about that new uh, 2P glamour, Avi? I love it. I think all of the gear I've seen from the new 24-man raid is incredible. Have you seen any of it on the male characters It's yet? horrible <laughs> on the male characters. All of it is horrible on the male characters. Unless you're like a like a cute cat boy. Um, everyone else, I'm so sorry that they didn't find a better way to make it look on the male characters. Oh, wait, Chili says it looks good on Lalafels. So I'm not allowed to make fun of housing issues, but you're able to say male glamours are bad. No, I'm saying that people should not like them. You're just trying to make this a fight and that's not at all what I said. Just saying. Okay. You're like, people shouldn't like that glamour. I'm amazed on Looks bad on males. I'm amazed this isn't Drunk Pete because that sounds like a point Drunk Pete would try to make. This is Sober Pete trying to make this point. Sober Pete making an appearance. And uh, yeah, so no, I, I, they, I love that they're diable immediately. I love that it felt like every class got equal attention on how the glamour looks because that doesn't always happen. Um, and uh, like the first chess piece I saw drop was for casters like Black Mage, Red Mage. And I haven't leveled that to 80 yet because school's been kicking my butt. You guys have been last month, last oh, month. Thank God we won't um, have to hear about school anymore. <laughs> but I saw like the caster chess piece drop and I wanted to roll on it. I was like, I probably won't get it, but I don't want to risk getting it and then like not have a character to put it on. Like that would just be like such a tease. So I just didn't. And so I found out that you can win the 2P outfit more than once. Oh. So some people are a bit upset about that. What happens if you win it a second time? Can you give it to someone else? I don't think it's tradable. Oh, that's a that's a mistaken code right there. I don't know if it is because I guess put you, it on a glam on a you retainer. You could technically have destroyed it accidentally, but no. But if it's not in your inventory, well, no, because it can be in your glamour chest now. I don't know. I don't know. They shouldn't. I don't know. But um, Chili says that he likes the fact that when you dye the bottoms, it dyes the panties. Oh, who doesn't like that? <laughs> All right, so what was the other piece of content that you did, Pete? The only thing that I was able to do this week, other than what we already talked about, was unlock the new Beast Tribe. I'm so jealous. I want to unlock the Pixies. 
which of course, as you just mentioned, are the Pixies. Mm -hmm. And again, since it's the first week of the patch, I'm going to keep the story part of this spoiler free. But so far, I think it was pretty good introduction to the Pixie Beast tribe. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the instance zone that the quest leads to is really cool, and it's only going to get better every time you increase in rank with them. One of the translations of the live letter had Yoshida saying that you won't see other players in there, but that turned out to not be the case. Saw lots of people in there when I was yes. in there. It's a little weird not seeing the Beast Tribe out in like the uninstanced world, the real world. Uh, I'm so excited. Pete, Pete tried to do the podcast, like have our characters in there, but I had not had time to unlock it yet so i couldn't i couldn't even ring to him yet yeah uh it's a little plain right now but even like the plane is so vibrant in color that it's awesome it's amazing and they're going to be able to do so much more in there in its own instance than they would be able to if it was just part of the overworld yep. open world yep i get so i like that they're going to be able to do more with it it's still a little weird to me that it isn't part of the open world all right and i love having another piece of content that i can do while you're queued up for something mm -hmm. it's always nice so i'm really glad to have the beast tribes back and i do want to point out that we are about to start our next topic which will be the one right before the community roundup so if you do want to call in we do have a couple people on deck but if you want to join as well um now is about the time to join in so what else do you, uh, this is definitely another yeah, this Pete is going to be a quick one the last most thing, of 5.1 content i haven't gotten to do so it's been all pete so the last thing that i barely dabbled in was crafting i logged in to find that almost all of my abilities were gone i haven't had time to sit down and figure out the best rotations or macros yet but if you had an actual hand on what the abilities did beforehand you're not going to have any trouble adjusting to the abilities now if you didn't know what the abilities did and you just relied on macros that someone else made for you, then you're just going to have to wait until someone else posts their macros, which I'm sure there's already some of those out They're there. They're so fast. Um, I couldn't believe how many people I saw complaining about their macros not working after the patch. Uh, like, what did you expect? They told us they were going to be removing a lot of abilities, and they ended up getting rid of like 20-some abilities. I even saw someone say she had the same macros since a Realm Reborn and she hated the change. But if you're using macros from a Realm Reborn, you haven't been crafting any like endgame stuff anyway. No, not really, no. You weren't using a lot of the abilities that were available to you. So That's, That is kind of interesting to see. That is a weird... That's it's a, a weird hatred comment, yeah. Um, and from what I've seen in our Discord, the EXP from crafting and gathering is basically a joke now, and it's super easy to level them up. Ooh. So if you want to level up uh, to take part in the restoration of Ishgard, you shouldn't have too much trouble leveling up. My initial instinct was to be annoyed at this, making mm -hmm. it too easy. Oh, you mean like how I was mad when the relic weapons, like the books got dumbed down and you just like breeze through them all and then i had like worked so hard for them like that. Yeah. yeah like i said that was my initial instinct i to get be that annoyed. i get but that. after i thought about it for a while i was like this isn't going to affect things that much no nope. and it's it's it's, it's kind not, of the way that games progress like no one's happens. going to like get to the end game like crafting and start doing that full time if they weren't doing it before like i don't think it's going to affect the markets that much no it's not it's just so people can take people part who hardcore in, craft like that are very specific i think this is purely uh, for people to take part in the restoration of Ishgard. Yeah. And to that point, I'm, I would be fine if they added crafting and gathering jump potions to the game now. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Like, yeah, because I, I see people buying like all of them. They, that's a cash grab like in a half right like, there. People are just Enix. leveling through leave kits anyways. So mm -hmm. I, I don't care if they were to add those. I, I wouldn't mind doing that just so I could like 
get my crap my my retainers up because yeah. I don't really feel like leveling my gatherers. Mako's asking if gathering exp changed as well. Yes, it is gatherers and crafters. Hmm. Someone posted a, they went like sixteen Fisher to sixty four in like half an hour of doing leaves or something what? like that. That's crazy. So I, I can't confirm any of this. That's just what I've been hearing. It's all hearsay. But I kind of want to like create an alt. That's insane. I want to create an alt and see how fast it Fishing really Fishing is like, how about you level my Fisher? Because I've never even equipped a pole. Fishing already went really fast. Like just catching fish. How about you level my Fisher so it goes really fast? Just catching fish your level level. Because I don't find that entertaining. Um, right. Yeah. But that's about all I have to say on that now until I really dig into it. So we should get to the community roundup, partner. Before we pull anybody in really quick, I do want to say that Mocha Jones, who we've talked about before, said that he's not going to be able to be live on the podcast tonight. Hope it all goes well and asked if we would shout out his stream. He is doing been doing the extra live stream for ages. So uh, Mocha Jones 10, he's on twitch.tv. He's amazing. And we have our friend Hyper Pixie Gaming also doing Extra Life tomorrow. It's her very first time doing an Extra Life stream. Um, she is going to start, I believe, at... 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and go till 3. Um, so if you guys can check her out and support her, she's super awesome. KK shouting them out in chat. And then we've got people on deck. I know that To Learn was the first one in here, then was Mary Ray and next Icarus. So if you guys hear, you know that's the order I'm going to pull you guys in. So To Learn first. Hey, To Learn, how are you this evening? Hi. Hi, To Learn, how are you? I'm turning you um, And... You need to talk. Can you talk a little louder? I got you up all the way. Oh, okay. Is this good? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I I really liked. Um, I'm sorry, I'm really nervous. Oh no, <laughs> okay. we really You're appreciate you calling in, and you've been a member of our community for such a long time. So I think this is the first time you've called in, and we really appreciate you. Yeah. Um. So I really liked. Um. 5.1 5.1 was definitely um as far as just the quality of life and everything i really liked the crafting changes and mm -hmm. i i like the fact that crafting you can you can level up relatively quickly mm -hmm. i got my crafter to 40 which i was never really expecting before the changes so and, did they make the abilities a little bit easier to understand now like not so many that it was overwhelming Oh yeah, way way easier. I mean, I had to redo all my hot bars. Yeah, but but I was I was a little bit annoyed by that because I was like I was so used to it. Then I'm like, wait, I I can't use any what. <laughs> so it's like and playing then, scholar at the beginning of um, Shadowbringers. So I'm kidding. I'm not bitter. Then, um, but I've been really playing around with the the five uh post five point one or five point oh five point one machinist and I'm really enjoying it and I haven't brought uh my machinist into raid content yet because I'm still working on getting her to eighty. But I really, really enjoy the, the Alliance raid. Oh cool. That's and actually I a class I do want to try out now that they made the changes to it. It looks so fun. Oh it's so much fun. It's it's fast but if since you've played dancer i mean it's definitely the same kind of it's actually dancers arguably faster mm. the only problem with machinists is machinists doesn't have any any gap closers <laughs> well dancer was the first class i ever played that had one so i'm i'm spoiled with that so it's okay so yeah 
but the the raid was so much fun i i've really only done it a couple of times Mm -hmm. i haven't gotten any of the glams yet but i really really liked what they did with it and because i've actually played near automata i I got to geek out a little bit yeah 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 so did pete it was fun watching him be like excited yeah and i think they nailed the feel too oh yeah for sure they definitely nailed the feel like they the with some of the i mean the bosses out of context are just kind of just jammed in together Mm -hmm. and they don't really make a whole lot of sense if you've actually played the game you're just kind of like i mean yes (laughs) but i guess whatever um but yeah by so, the way, to learn, uh, I want to point out Chad is super excited that you're here. I don't know if you saw that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you really liked the raid. You really liked some of the crafting changes and some of the job class changes. Is there anything else you want to do? Or did you want to give uh, anything you're working on a shout out? You have any videos coming out? Oh, yeah. Um, Actually, I've been doing some lore, um, lore videos on my channel under Jessica Herwig. And... It'd be great if you guys could watch it. I've done some Final Fantasy XIV lore stuff. Uh, a lot of it was lore while playing cards. Oh, um, okay. About all the backstory and everything and, and how that was working. But I also have a Final Fantasy VIII lore along video that I'm working on. That's been really fun that you've been building that. And You're, you what do is some the great channel art. name again? Jess Herwig. Jessica Herwig. Can you spell that for people? Because it is just audio. J-E-S-S-I-C-A-H-E-R-W-I-G. That would have been my guess, but I still wanted mm-hmm. to make sure. Because you never know how people are going to... And that is on YouTube, correct? That is on YouTube, yes. Oh, not Twitch. I shouted it out on Twitch. YouTube. <laughs> I do have a Twitch channel, but I very rarely use it. I understand. So, but right. no, YouTube's great. Well, thank you so much, T-Learn, for calling out. Go chess out. Go check out Jessica Herwig on YouTube. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. <laughs> it's wonderful talking to you, sweetheart. And next we have Mari Ray. So, Mari Ray, are you able to hear us right now? I am. Give oh. me one chance to mute you on <laughs> Twitch. Okay. Hi. Hi. How are you doing tonight? I am doing pretty well. What do you have for us for the community roundup? Or is there something that we talked about you want to chime in on? No, not anything you've talked about currently, but I do want to mention the community roundup because it's the first day of November, um, oh, yes. which is, yeah, you know about it. Yes, um, I was talking about it earlier with him. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, I might have missed it. Um, but but November is a month of celebration for all things Roganin, especially female Roganin. Mm-hmm. Um so if you want to check out the tag Rovember, um, you will find some beautiful ro- uh, Roganins. And maybe you can change into a row for this month. Any Ooh. Anyone out there? You going to do that, um, Avi? So- no, I, I just paid for a Fantasia for that <laughs> Halloween mentor or Halloween glamour stream and then changed back to a bunny. Yeah. And like, that's too much money. you other Fantasia addicts out there, yes. this is the month to yes. try out a row and go for it. You'll you'll have like, if you want glam suggestions, just like use the tag and talk to talk to the community mm-hmm. um, because we're here for you. Or if you you like don't necessarily like the way the femros look, you can look on Twitter now and get like a ton of examples of how to make an awesome looking femro and get inspired. Yeah 
inspired to make your own. I that's I actually didn't talk about it on the stream. I talked about it to Pete before we started. I was like, it's Rovember. Look at these great screenshots. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's actually it's actually really entertaining because there is a there's a femro who's very active on Twitter uh, and who does great screenshots, and her femro looks almost exactly like mine, and it's kind of creepy whenever I see it. I understand um, that. Yep very exciting to see see all the beautiful um things people have done with their their characters yes I, that's something i love about this game uh, right? is the best way to see all these uh great glamours just to search the hashtag uh rovember on twitter yeah um i will uh let's see i will share the tweet um that started the that has the example of like why we're doing this um every month or every November is because currently uh, we are the smallest race and slash gender com combination, and mm -hmm. we're at uh, we're less than one percent right now. Is it that low? Um, wow. It is that low. There are five thousand three hundred and ninety nine active femros from this is from the Final Fantasy fourteen census, mm -hmm. um, which is calculated by um, the amount of people who have a, spe a specific minion in Shadowbringers. So there could be some oh. that are that haven't made it to that MSQ point. Um, so, but but right now those are the only ones who have. Because I have like um, a femro alt, but I don't really play her, so it doesn't yes. count. I get it. That's it. I like that they did that. That's a great way to track it. Yeah. Um. And just looking through the all the active characters, mm -hmm. we are still the lowest among all the act or all the characters, I should say, which is at sixty four thousand around there. And the next highest is female Elzin at uh let's see uh 150,000 actually Hothgar is that's a big jump a little lower so yeah a little lower than ours but uh but they just got started so <laughs> that makes sense yeah that, that does make sense yeah you don't actually see as many as you did the Rothgars when it first started I think it's the lack of um hair choices and stuff like that still yeah no I mean I feel that's one thing I want them to change like like one, add Fem Hofgar because we yes. will have big buff cat ladies who we'll be friends with. Yep. Um, but also like changed how that hair works on on that character. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. I because I play my Viera because I she has my nose, so I love that, <laughs> that my nose I have my nose is in game. And the only reason I'm okay with it is because the minimal amount of hair choices they have are really really good. Yes. Yeah. I mean, their their hair is amazing. I wish you know I wish uh, it wasn't gender locked hair. Yeah. Or not gender, race locked hair, I should say. I got you. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it's very exciting. Anyway, so that's all I wanted to share. I love it. Um, and uh, I hope you guys have a great evening. You too. Thank you so Happy much. Rovember. Everyone search Rovember. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And now we have Icarus. How are you doing tonight, Icarus? What do you got for us? Can you hear us, Icarus? I think Icarus fell asleep. Icarus fell asleep. I'm here. There hey. he is. Okay, sorry, my mic sometimes messes up. Sorry about that. No problem. What did you call in to talk about today? I just wanted to share my thoughts about 5.1 with you guys. Okay. I've done a good amount of the content. I think the only thing I haven't done is crafting, which I'm looking forward to, to messing around with this weekend, and uh, the new Extreme trial. haven't done that yet, mm -hmm. but I've done... Five point men's story quest, the new dungeon, and uh, the near automata raid. All I've done is the raid. So, what, <laughs> Don't was, spoil what anything. was your favorite piece <laughs> of content so far? Uh, it has been the storyline. Mm. I won't talk too much no, about not, it. Not but talking about that today. But suffice to say, 
uh, it does pick up where it left off, and it has some really interesting, juicy sort of speculation uh, story bits in the in the uh, overall story that I think will be really interesting to talk about next time. Did it? Because uh, a lot of times the point one uh, MSQ feels stunted, like kind of you know, like a teaser. Did it feel yeah. like just a teaser? Or did it feel like we actually got something out of it? Um, it felt like a really good teaser. Like okay, you okay. got some things out of it, but it was like it wasn't quite ready to show its cards yet. Yeah, that's what point one does. It, it 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 did it did thankfully like some things that were left off in a cliffhanger at the end of five point mm-hmm. It's like, all right, this is what happened. Here you go. Oh, cool! I'm but, excited to see that. Only, but then like pulled its cards back real quick and was like, just kidding. But you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> but you're gonna have to wait for the rest of it. Tune you know, in next week to find out what really happened. Right, yeah, it's <laughs> very much that kind of feeling. Uh, the meanwhile, in the in the Legion of Doom meme, lives on in this quote in this uh, patch quite heavily. Uh, so, so look forward to that. I love it. Um, I also wanted to talk to you a, a bit more about the near auto moderate because I actually haven't played the game. Mm-hmm. So I haven't either. As someone who hadn't played, what did you think of it? Uh, I now understand what it's like to play Final Fantasy XIV without getting any of the references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, there's a thing. I mean, I obviously got the outfits. So I'm standing right next to you guys in game. Yeah. I look uh, fabulous. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It's great. I got I got the thought thighs for the tanks uh, first run in and like got the outfit second run in. So like I, I beat a lot of people who are were angrily cursing my name in the second one. Oh, I'm sure. So uh, <laughs> did you did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the story and the actual fights themselves as much as previous raids that you did get the references on since you weren't getting the references on this one? I enjoyed the fights. They were fun. They mm-hmm. were different, very different. Um, yeah. Me and T learned we're, we're talking about it when we were on the uh, on deck channels. Like, there's a lot of telegraphing that wasn't normal telegraphing, mm-hmm. so you kind of had to like rework everything. Yeah, imagine uh, doing that with no HUD or swapping PCs. It's great. Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in Alliance A for the third fight. Mm-hmm. And that fight's really tough for Alliance A. So okay, I don't know if you guys have that makes me feel better. Experience. Yeah, that was our second run. We were Alliance A, and that was the one we did a lot worse on than when the first yeah. run. I think we were C, and that was much easier. Yeah, yeah. B and C are really easy. Mm-hmm. A is like, I have eight stacks, and I should be alive right now. But because I'm a tank, I somehow managed to live. And then <laughs> the GLaDOS boss decides, like, yeah, you're right, squishes you. And you're like, oh, well. That makes me feel a little <laughs> was, bit better. So we like we weren't the only ones sucking <laughs> at that point. Yeah, no, no. Alliance A will always, always be dead. Okay, takes the brunt. <laughs> During, take it. the brunt of it. Um, like I said, it was fun. It was interesting from like the mechanics point of view. Mm-hmm. Story wise, I had no idea what was going on. I don't nope. know who these characters are. Even the lead up. Usually, like they do a better job at the lead up of like explaining why you're doing the things that you're doing. No, this is just like and, and go of, in. You know, I, and I, you were I, like, I don't really think it was that much different. Like as someone who doesn't get the other Final Fantasy references, like I didn't give a shit about Ramza or any of that stuff. I mean, I guess I actually appreciate it being shorter, and because if you don't know, 
going through Ramza and stuff, it's kind of like, okay, you know, I don't know all of this. This is like, I don't know all of this, but cool, we're already starting. Yeah, but like at the very least, there's like lore that kind of builds you up into it. Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't really get the importance, but at least I understand what's going on. This, it's like, I don't. I don't know. Well, Pete, so did, like did really Nier have more story care. than, you know, like... Oh, yeah, Nier had a lot of story. But, too. I mean, like, when you first started, like, more than just, like, okay, kill these robots, they're going to kill you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, maybe it started that way, and that's part of... No. Okay. I was trying... No, it didn't. I was I was searching. Okay. Okay. So, like, that's, that's <laughs> honestly how it feels. Like, I feel like, like, uh, there's these robots. Gotta kill them now. Gotta kill them. They're, they're gonna kill you before you kill them. And now there's this other one that's... You know, this android that's going to kill you now. I have no idea why he, everybody was freaking out about it, but mm-hmm. okay, sure. But I also like, so I haven't done the, the cutscenes after the 24 man raid, um, which I'm hoping to get more story from. And so I'm actually okay not getting a lot of story at the beginning because at the beginning, you're just really excited to do the 24 man raid. Yeah. And so I feel like it's kind of cool to make that story a little shorter and then give me the story after because now I've done all this stuff and then I'll run it a few times and I'll go back and then I'll kind of see the things. I've spent like eight hours exploring the dungeon, trying to get all of the little lore bits, mm-hmm. and I still don't understand what's going. on. <laughs> so what you're saying is you need to go play Nier. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what this is. This is just one giant advertisement and to go buy Nier Automata. That's the whole and... point of crossover events. That's why they do it. Hey, yeah, come over here. And it's here. really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome, for someone though. like I love stories, so like not having anything to grasp this on really annoys the hell out of me but uh but it's fun it's fun i will recommend you know have a lot of fun with it uh i because it's really story light i'm hoping it stays that way mm-hmm. and doesn't have any bigger implications mm-hmm. unlike what uh what evilies did with yeah. like the East like uh, like uh were like countries and stuff connecting up with doma yeah and like those yeah. characters being gonna be part of like the main storyline for going forward maybe in the background but at the very least it's like they acknowledge like they're part of the story now. yeah 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 this feels very separate this is like even the fact that it starts in a mine which we knew that before going into this like it's it's like this hidden kind of like world you know like it's not part of this world it's like it's kind of like a portal to this other area that, that we can get to but it's not necessarily part of our world yeah, I mean that. If that's the explanation for it, I would be totally. I'm like, okay, cool. That's this like was literally like yeah. hopping into a little pocket dimension in in near. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be totally off. Like if this gets connected, like I think when people were worried about near connecting up with fourteen, mm-hmm. like this was like, I now get it. This is the worry. It's like what? Like <laughs> nothing's connecting up, and why is this now attached to my fourteen? And now you know. anyone can be a robot. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great, great. New android race coming. Well, you still yeah. haven't been an android the entire time. No one, that's why she's so amazing. Uh, All right, Icarus. There you go. Thank you so much for your thoughts on 5.1. Did you have anything you wanted to shout out? Uh, other than you guys being so awesome for hosting that Halloween event and uh, putting up that amazing maze and the costume contest, it was great. Aww. Thank you guys again for for hosting these kinds of things with the FC and stuff. So you guys are awesome. You had fun. It was actually funny. One of the officers actually told me, and I'm going to be kind of vague on this, but they're like, yeah, we went to this other FC event and it made us feel really good about our event. (laughs) (laughs) Ours was awesome. I'm just going to leave it at that. I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Icarus. Have a great rest of your night. Yeah. Bye. Thank you.
You guys too. See you soon. And it looks like we have someone else on Sakura deck. Sakura Branford. Oh. Sakura came on for um, Hyper Pixie's wedding, eternal bonding mm-hmm. ceremony. Hey, Sakura. Oh, hello. Hang on one second. <laughs> Caught her in the middle I of something. Kids drama, okay, all the things. Second. Hello. Hi. What's how up? are you two? I'm good. What do you have for us tonight? Um, I do have stuff, but I'm also trying to figure out how to get you off the Bluetooth in my car. <laughs> oh, no, so you're hearing double. I don't, well, I don't want you to hear double is really it. If you don't hear double, then I'm not going to worry about it. We don't. You're good. We don't hear double. It's just, okay. yeah. Wonderful. All right. So um, I'm, I'm here to talk about uh, my experience with 5.1. Loving it. Um, uh, I'm a crafter. I have all my crafters leveled. Uh, I love it. I love that they, you know, streamlined it and made it a lot easier. And uh, that, that makes me happy. I, uh, they made gathering easier. So now I, don't I take it you to, actually uh, knew what the crafting abilities did. That's why you're able to accept this change. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> it, 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 it made it so I don't have to press so many buttons. And yep. that's, that's, that's why I that's didn't great. craft. I was leveling them. I got a lot of them to 70, and I was like, Pete, make the thing not break. <laughs> like, that's how I would craft. <laughs> I was super excited when they were saying that they're streamlining it and all that, and I was like, I was literally thinking of Avi. I was like, oh, we're going to get Avi to craft. Avi has to craft. I'll believe it when I see it. I craft housing you items. Gotta, you got to get around this. <laughs> I craft housing items and glamour items. That's about it. All right. So what else besides crafting did you want to talk about? Um, gathering. I They changed it a little bit. Um, I always forget, you know, sometimes um, I'll put my timers on for the, the timed nodes and I'll be out there, and I'm like, where is this thing? And I forgot to put my, my collectible button on, and oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, there it is. <laughs> Part of why I don't do that. It's <laughs> so a lot of quality of life changes for the gatherers. Absolutely. It's making it so much less stressful, and, and that's nice. I'm someone that I, I don't have a lot of uh, bulk time to play. So collectibles and uh, the timed collectibles were really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. So now it's a, it's a lot easier for me uh, now that I can get these so easy. And they're not out of reach anymore either. That's awesome So to I hear. collected on the first time. Yeah, that's a big change. <laughs> now, the biggest thing I wanted to talk about was uh, leveling gatherers and crafters with uh, levy quests. Um, because I think it's kind of a big deal is that... The levy quests are giving out so much experience now. Yeah, it's, you guys are making me feel like, like I need to do like that said, before they like gank, they're now. gonna gimp it. Like they're gonna what's the word? They like they're not gonna nerf it. Nerf they they it, want people to gimp. get to restoration. I feel like they're gonna nerf it, and so I need to do it while I can before it gets nerfed. Yeah, me and my husband were we were leveling our uh, a gatherer, and we were like, "Wow, this is so much!" Like if this went for a week, this would be cool, but this is going to be forever. Like, wow, this is, it's so much easier. Now, I had my Fisher at level 16, and I had 64 levies. By the time I hit 50 levies, I was already level 62. Wow, that, that's, that's crazy, 14. Two days worth. That's crazy. I feel like, Pete, we should do a, yeah, a green leaf on, on the leaves again. Uh, I don't know about the leaves, but we probably need to do another green leaf once I figure out the new changes to crafting and gathering. Yeah, well, I think I think both are important. It's been, been a long time. 
Sorry. That was actually, you know, one of the things I was doing. Um, I actually became an Omnicrafter because I wanted to make levy kits for people and help them level up their crafters as well. But now the levy kits I had pre-made, uh, they end up having so many items left over because they didn't need them. Oh, yeah. well, that's cool. Yeah. So, so now you can probably the, like break they, each one down, like separate it by three and make three different oh kits. Oh, my. <laughs> they really nerfed it. There was a levy quest for Armorer where they needed, like, 15, you know, Greaves of Striking or something. And the person I gave it to, they were like, well, I only needed four of them. <laughs> wow, that's a big <laughs> difference. Wow. That's a bit of a difference. That's I awesome. really think that they, they uh, upped the HQ quality experience because I tried to use NQ for a little while. And um, it, it, it's still more than usual, but it's definitely not as much and not as worth it as doing high quality items i'll have to check that out and see if it's still a three times multiplier or if they went up higher have either of you guys Uh been um playing with the desynthesizing because i I have done it and now you can desynth anything and you're never gonna fail oh are you still leveling i hung Mm -hmm. on to a lot of items from dungeons um i had facet gear that i wasn't using um once i got eden gate gear um so I desynthesized everything, and I had so much stuff to sell. It was wonderful. Oh, and it's not cool. even like you have to be at the appropriate level. You don't have to start out with lower-level stuff. If you get stuff in a nope. expert roulette dungeon, but your armor is at zero, you're gaining, like, three points per desynth. And then, yep. But if you, there is, like, an optimal level where it says you have a better chance at getting, like, rare stuff from the desynth. Oh, I don't know if that's anyone's cool, done but testing that, that to see what sense. kind of stuff you can get. Yeah. All right, I like that. All right, Sakura, yep. anything else you want to add before we get on to our Twitter? Actually, no, no, I really wanted to talk about Levy Quest, and uh, I'm actually <laughs> at work I, either way, so I had to do this chili style, so. I love it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you calling in. And it's nice that somebody hey, calls in for Pete stuff, crafting and gathering. <laughs> Crafters represent? <laughs> represent. Love it. All right, bye-bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> All righty. Thank you. I think it's the first like crafter we really had call in and talked about like crafting's awesome. Get Avi to do it. Thank you everyone for calling in for that. Hashtag chili style. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And as you mentioned, we do have some listener reaction this week. That's what it's called. I'm sorry. (laughs) Chili tweeted, they about to start the Domini de Umbra, which is RFC costume contest with Avi Ale and she heals I tank. Also, I'm going to be shocking the hell out of them when I arrive. He was he changed to a row. You changed back already, Chili, but he's you should have stayed a, a row for Rovember. That's true. He, true. And he went like massive Roganin. Like he's like the biggest rogue. It was funny because no one knew it was coming. He still had the green fro. It was hilarious. It was it was wonderful. And then speaking of Domini de Umbra, the FC, this is most likely Susan Sprinkles tweeting this out. She says, thank you all who attended, participated, donated, and praised our Halloween costume event last night. Special thanks to Avi Ale of She Heals I Tank for broadcasting on Twitch and operating and editing several times. The Wheel of Prizes. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was also the same night our uh, maze went live. And we had a lot of people uh, who really enjoyed that. And the Zero you know, says, it was fun. The maze was fabulous. It got me twice. You scared him twice, Avi. I love it. I had a few people who said, um, I don't think I had this tweet here because somebody else who tweeted it, I think it might have been Chili even, who said, I don't really watch horror movies or anything, but I actually got some of the references in the maze. <laughs> and so that was really cool to hear that people actually got the references to the movies. That was really fun. 
Um, and then at Scottish Bastard tweets, I tried to help my FC find a large plot, but we didn't have any luck on ferry. Didn't seem to be any mass buyouts from one or two other FCs. Just didn't get there in time with the queue to log in and whatnot. Oh, well, we gave it the good old college try. And this is in response to Pete's tweet about the housing situation. And that's an appropriate response when you don't get what you want. You're a little disappointed. Oh, well. You talk about it. You don't rant about it. Right. And Rathox says, pass the party this evening on over to She Heals I Tank for some Smile Bringers. Have a great Halloween. And Smile Bringers was the Final Fantasy XIV team we were a part of for the Ditch the Label charity stream. And thank so you for thank sending you. people to us. Thank you for that help, Rathox. We appreciate you. And finally, at Mocha Jones 10 says, that feeling when you join a Discord for a completely unrelated game and someone recognizes you from the She Heals I Tank and FFXIV. Explodey. So thank you all so much for <laughs> that's those, my word for the emotes <laughs> for those tweets. We really appreciate. Yeah, it. you guys are awesome. You guys chime. There was in. a lot of back and forth tweeting this week, so I actually kind of tried to like find the ones that made sense on their own. <laughs> a little tricky, but yeah. So, uh, Pete, anything else you want to add? That's all I got, baby. All right. Um, that is going to be, be it for this episode. I really I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. As always, we enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Be sure to hit that follow button so you'll know the next time we're going live. And a big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify. I learned another app that we are on. And I'm sure there's something else I don't know about. But you really are the reason we keep making episodes. And remember, wherever you do listen, it would mean a whole shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or a review. Because it's kind of been a while. Um, but, you know, more importantly, just tell a friend to check us out. Here with Vegan Pete, I'm Avi Ale, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.